Welcome, everyone, to the Tori Says Show. I'm your host, Tori. So today is August 21st, 2020, and there is so much to talk about. Uh, There's 74 days until Election Day, and we're going to get Trump reelected 100%, and it's going to be a landslide. Now, uh, I thought that we could start today with foreign politics because we have so much going on locally, uh, domestically, that is, right, where we have so many things. So I just wanted to uh, tell you guys the things that we've been talking about over the past two and a half years um, in the Middle East and what President Trump's plan was and how they are doing things in the Eastern Mediterranean um, is coming a little bit for full circle. So today there were rival camps in Libya. So we've talked about Libya, how there's Tripoli-based National Reconciliation Government, the GNA, uh, we also talked about how there's a UN recognized, you know, um, speaker that the UN decided to appoint that they're the recognized government of Libya. Um, and, uh, then there's General Haftar, who's part of the LNA army. And uh, General Haftar, announced, they announced that they're going to have elections in order to figure out. So now, so now the UN nominated GNA and then the UN separate entity, whoever they are, I think they're called Angela Saleh Issa. So those two part, now they become two parties, even though they're essentially the same thing, GNA and the UN recognized. And then there's uh, General Haftar, who's leading uh, the Libyan National Army. So now from two parties, which is the party of the people and then the party of the UN, um, have now become three and two of them are still UN. So it's a, getting a little bit bizarre, but they have all discussed. And I don't even know how this second uh, you know, UN party came out. Like, how are they discussing anything? Um, so they all discussed that they are going to cease fire because they're constantly at war and that they're going to see what they're going to be doing in the future. Now, Saraj, who's, uh, well, Fayeza Saraj, uh, who is the head of the Tripoli-based GNA, right, um, said, um, he said, aside from the ceasefire, uh, the leadership is continuing to issue firm instructions to military forces all across the vast Tripoli, because that's all the territory they have of the whole nation, um, to combat operations in Libyan territory. So they're like, okay, so we're just going to stand on our ground, so just leave us alone until whatever's happening in the Eastern Mediterranean passes. So we're seeing that there is some weird energy going on in Libya um, that should be... Um, 
<laughs> coming. It's going to resurface around November, December. So for now, Haftar has kind of like, you know, he imposed, um, he imposed a blockade. The Tripoli government said, yeah. So they're a little bit still iffy. That's not going to be touched until like November, December. And um, so that's the best we're going to get out of Libya. I just thought I would bring that up and kind of just um, wrap it, right? Because we've got so much domestic. We've got Bannon. We've got Shadowgate. We have, you know, Iran in their snapbacks. We have, you know, the DNC with their charades. We have... The storm coming upon us. There's like two hurricanes in one merging into one, right? It's almost insane. You can't even make this up. And then we have Biden taking a nomination, which was selected by the DNC anyway. The people had no choice because for those of us that have actually infiltrated Slack and, you know, their Zoom little calls and their chat rooms, they, they're still Bernie bros, all right? And for some reason, they've merged. So it's a little bit, the, the situation is so bizarre. Um, the way their energy is, they all hate each other, but they're working together. It's the most um, bizarre energy I've seen uh, uh, recently. So I thought today we could start it with my favorite person, right? Tucker, Tucker, who did such an extraordinary job uh, <laughs> talking about, well, you should listen. But in the meantime, I want you, when I put this on your screen, to pay attention to Fakeahontas here and look that she spelled Black Lives Matter. This is a psyop. This is how they subtly put cues in there to condition you. You know, the stuff that I've been talking about, Shadowgate. These are all very well planned. They pay people a lot of money to know how to hijack you. The things we're seeing in Seattle... Same thing. Uh, you know, these kids don't just come up with these ideas. The way they do it is that they bring someone out. They'll bring like 10 people, five people pretending to fight for, I don't know, lollipops and the other five people fighting for gum. And then they're just at war. And then there's suddenly people passing by or people that don't have much of an IQ or people that don't have an opinion or people that are just nasty, you know, and they'll just jump in and pick a side. That's what an IIA is. Uh, obviously, using the Internet is the IIA. So it's an average PSYOP. And we're seeing this being deployed everywhere right now. And so um, we'll talk more about Shadow, ShadowNet, ShadowGate, and what Patrick Berge is doing tomorrow um, down in Washington. So let's start with my favorite, <laughs> Tucker, because he's just awesome. I love him. Day four of the Democratic National Convention. It is time to consider what we have learned so far. We've seen an awful lot this week. We watched Elizabeth Warren promise to bring peace to Indian country. We saw a lady call in from her $11 million summer home in Martha's Vineyard and claim to be oppressed. We met a gender transcendent mermaid queen king who dreamt of a world without police or prisons. We saw a post-makeover Sandy Cortez nominate a man she referred to mysteriously as Bernard Sanders for president. We've seen a lot this week. What does it all mean? Well, one thing it definitely does not amount to is a coherent ideological framework or a logical governing strategy. John Kasich and Sandy Cortez may both have decided to vote for Joe Biden, but that's about the only thing they agree on. Joe Biden himself doesn't have particularly strong views on anything these days, except maybe lunch and a nap. 
And no one in the room likes Kamala Harris. So what exactly do all of these people have in common? They are all unhappy, deeply and personally unhappy, tormented at the most basic level. This is the coalition of the miserable. It's hard to know precisely what went wrong for these people. Some of them are mad at their fathers. For others, life didn't turn out in the way they'd hoped. Dash dreams, the usual story, it can make people bitter. Many others are simply victims of their own affluence. Being rich for too long tends to destroy people from within, particularly when they didn't earn it. They become guilty and restless and insecure. Whatever the cause, you could not pick a more maladjusted group than the speakers of the DNC this week. You wouldn't want these people babysitting your kids. Last night, fittingly, the schedule included an appearance by a singer called Billie Eilish. Eilish is a very talented performer. She's also very young, so we don't want to be cruel here. But the first thing you notice about Billie Eilish is that she's very unhappy. She works in the music business. Maybe it's not surprising. But whatever she's got going on in her personal life, you don't want to be part of it. And who knows what it's really about? She probably doesn't know. Most of us don't really understand what ails us. But for the purposes of last night's event, it doesn't matter. Like almost everybody in the Democratic Party, Billie Eilish has decided that Donald Trump is her core problem. You don't need me to tell you things are a mess. Donald Trump is destroying our country and everything we care about. We need leaders who will solve problems like climate change and COVID, not deny them. Leaders who will fight against systemic racism and inequality. It starts with voting against Donald Trump and for Joe Biden. We all have to vote like our lives and the world depend on it because they do. Donald Trump. Is- Wait a minute. So Billy Ellish is going to come here and educate us on how to vote. First of all, she looks high off her rocker. That's number one. Second of all, she's the one singing about eating your own people, killing yourself, bending and shaping with all the satanic symbology. Are we, are we kidding? This is who we're going to listen to. It looks like she was being forced. I've seen, I've seen people held at gunpoint on TV in the movies and in real life by terrorists that look a little bit more excited than she does. She looks like this is like she's getting a colonoscopy while she's doing it. It's terrible. It's terrible. It's destroying everything we care about, period. That right there is the message of the DNC this week. The message is not Joe Biden can identify his own wife by sight and is therefore fit to lead the country. No, it's not. Kamala Harris is actually a very sincere person who's really thought through the issues that matter. No, it's not even vote for us and our program will make the country better. No, it's not. In fact, it's simpler than that and therefore maybe more compelling. It's you're unhappy. So are we. It's all Donald Trump's fault. Let's kick him out. And honestly, you can kind of see the appeal here. Real life, by contrast, is complicated. It's never that obvious why things go wrong. And of course, if we're being honest about it, all of us are implicated in our own failures to a much greater extent than we care to admit. But that's the thing. At the Democratic National Convention, you don't have to admit it. You did nothing wrong. You're blameless. It's all Donald Trump's fault. Watch Chief Warren live from Indian country. Donald Trump's ignorance and incompetence have always been a danger to our country. COVID-19 was Trump's biggest test. He failed miserably. This crisis is on Donald Trump and the Republicans who enable him. On November 3rd, we will hold them all accountable. 
Is she insane? So now Donald Trump created the coronavirus. This is what they're running on. Oh, we don't like Donald Trump. He did the corona. What happened to China? I thought it was the China virus, the Kung flu. Like, what was it? Now we're changing the spiel and what Donald Trump created it. Our president has done everything. Remember, I had said back in February with that video with Nancy Pelosi tracking along, you know, Chinatown saying, how dare he close the borders to China? And it's like, um, and I said, remember that because she's going to eat her words where she was telling us about how they make fortune cookie machines in America and how racist it is to close the borders with, uh, you know, uh, China. And it's like, okay. And then they called on him, if you remember, to shut down the country. You make the call that you're going to lock everyone in the house. And he did exactly what I said he would. I wrote that article. It's on Tory says it's on archive this weekend. We're going to look to kind of like go back into the way back machine and pull all my articles and kind of do all that drudgy work. But um, in there, I said, the best choice that the president can make is to make no choice at all. That's the key important thing here, that you leave it up to the governors, because like we are all seeing now, people need to see just how important it is that they vote for the right people. Because when you're placing your vote in governors that have no problem locking you up and saying, you know, you can you can go to Walmart, but you can't go to church. Uh, you can go. Uh, what was that other insane thing? You can go and have an abortion, but, you know, you can't. What was it? Uh, the analogy? You can't go buy paint, for example, to paint your house because coronavirus. So these people are absolutely insane. I mean, it's not like. You know, some people on the right aren't either, but this is pure insanity. And look at her face. Fake Ahantis right there. See? Add the coronavirus to the list of his crimes. It's all there. When he wasn't stuffing your neighborhood's mailboxes into the back of his Suburban, it turns out Donald Trump was up late in his basement lab mixing up lethal bat pathogens, which he then mercilessly unleashed on America from his own personal wet market. You should see what he did to the nursing homes in the state of New York. It's awful. But if nothing else, give. Wait, let's not forget New York, right? California, right? New York, California. We had so, so many deaths. Just just let's just talk about those two states because we had Michigan. We had Minneapolis. We had tons of others. New Jersey, Pennsylvania. They they literally murdered the elderly. They Went in there, even if you gave the, if you send someone that's shedding the flu in a nursing home, you're going to kill off at least, you know, an eighth of the residents in there in a heartbeat. These people committed murder, right, of the elderly to make their point, to make their point. If that man points for energy, Donald Trump is so committed to making you unhappy that he rarely sleeps. Okay, you look skeptical. How could one man achieve so much global evil in a single 24-hour day? There's just isn't time. When did he have a chance to call Vladimir Putin? And that's a fair point. It does sound unlikely. On the other hand, it's easier than the alternative explanations. Let's say you lost a presidential election that by any measure you should have won. Your husband was the president. You were up in the polls. But in the end, it turned out that you were too entitled. You were too out of touch. Voters just didn't like you. 
It would be hard to admit that to yourself. It would be even harder to admit it to others. You might just prefer to blame Donald Trump. He must have cheated. It sounds like something he would do. I wish Donald Trump knew how to be a president because America needs a president right now. Remember back in 20... Right, because uh, she knows what a president is like. Her husband was impeached. He sold off the nation, created the whole and facilitated the whole corruption in the Ukraine with the treaty. You know, that was just like, that was like, yo, we're working together. Your lawyers, you know, your Justice Department, our Justice Department, we'll just give you millions of dollars and we'll send permanent employees to help facilitate these elections because your nation is too stupid to conduct elections. So we're just going to come in there and do it for you. So that president, the one that raped Monica Lewinsky and they had her say that she was a mistress because all mistresses hold on to dresses with sperm. This is what she's telling you. Uh, the one that was fly hopping around the world, right? Around the world in private jets. And it's not just Epstein's. Everyone thinks that it's only Epstein's Island. You know, what's funny. Everyone's starting to talk about submarines. We talked about that a couple months ago, right? With Joe Biden and the submarines, but I digress. You can listen to those shows at another time, but for now we should also focus on the other Epstein islands that we have, the ones in Norway, the Jersey islands, right off the coast of France. You know, we have tons of them. And so here's this lady lecturing you. The one that said she will accept the election results no matter what. The one that lost a rigged election, a, a rigged election that was 98% in her favor. She lost so hard. She didn't even come out to say anything. She was too busy pulling her hair out and beating up on her husband. That's the person that's going to tell us about righteousness. Are you kidding? And let's not talk about the Clinton body count. 2016, when Trump asked, what do you have to lose? Well, now we know our health care, our jobs, our loved ones, our leadership in the world, and even our post office. Don't forget, Joe and Kamala can win by three million votes and still lose. Take it from me. So we need numbers overwhelming. So Trump can't sneak or steal his way to victory. So make sure you swap those ballots, have the signature on the outside, just transfer it over and make it work because we need to get this spot because we're going to kill off Joe Biden and I'm going to step in because Kamala is going to be like, she's just the best. Really, guys, we already know the ending. You lost and there's going to be Nuremberg trials. The Pandora's box has been opened. There is no closing it. The people, guys, on Google Trends, Shadowgate is trending like no other. It's going between 50 to 100. That's capacity. Nobody, nobody is forgetting Shadowgate, no matter how much they try, you know, and the, no matter how much they're, you can't use, what, uh, what's that saying? You can't turn tricks to a hooker. In Greek, it's stibutana putanes veganum. That's the way it is. You cannot do it. Uh, you're going to sigh at me? Are you kidding? <laughs> Incredible. Because it's not going to work. The people are now awake. They have the tools. So no matter how much you do, it's not going to happen. And now, remember, I've always said from day one on air, everyone tells you who they are and they will pull their own pants down. And now you can see it. You can totally see it. You have the blueprints of how they do and work. And yet, what do they do? They don't debunk the facts. 
because they can't. The president even confirmed in his presser, you know, this is some good stuff. Uh, but yet, nope. And now they want to paint this and paint. No, no, no. You're, it's not, it's not going to be that easy. The people have now seen. You can manufacture. You can do. But you know what? Truth and righteousness never falls. You can, you can try to hide it. <laughs> but it'll come back at you so hard. See? Trump stole it along with the mailboxes and the payphones. Of course he did. Donald Trump is such a bad person that the true scope of his diabolical awfulness is hard to describe, maybe impossible to describe, like the concept of infinity. And in fact, maybe it's better not even to try to describe it. It's like when your grandmother got sick. No one wanted to say exactly what it was. The disease was too scary. Trump is that bad. The good news is, compared to Donald Trump, everybody else looks good, even the worst people, maybe especially the worst people. And that's the beauty of it. Listen to how they're describing Teddy Kennedy at the DNC. I've admired Joe Biden since I was a Senate intern in 1974. He shared my uncle Teddy's commitment to civil rights, women's rights, and working families. And he sat by Barack Hussein Obama with their legs crossed, all fancy and stuff. The other guy had a cane so he couldn't cross it, right? I can't cross my legs either because I'm a little bit round. But I'm just saying, look at them. All chummy. Let's bring out all our friends and show them smiling in old pictures. Uncle Teddy's commitment to women's rights. Yes, the same Uncle Teddy who fled the scene of a drunk driving accident and left a young woman to drown slowly in the back seat. The same Uncle Teddy who for decades chaired the Harvey Weinstein School of Dating. Compared to Donald Trump, though, Uncle Teddy was a champion of women. That's their position. And you're starting to see the appeal of the message, are you not? Everyone gets off the hook except for Donald Trump. Oh, not just Donald Trump. Anybody that supports Donald Trump uh, is is not allowed to get off the hook. No, no, no. You must pursue. You must be hard. You must be fast. Right. That's what they say. Oh, no, 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 no. We get off the hook. Are you kidding? No, Donald Trump. We're going to throw at him. Lawsuit after lawsuit after lawsuit. We're going to go after each and every person in his circle until we break them. And then we'll break them just enough, right, to see where they sit. And then we'll activate them again because we're smart. And it's like losers. There's been so many of us sitting in the, on the sidelines. So many of us, so many Americans that we are so many and you are so few. You have no chance in hell of taking this election because this is war and this is exactly what we're seeing i mean you know people think that the internet affords them on anonymity i can say whatever i want nothing's gonna happen well you're gonna start seeing a lot of that stuff happening and of course people who look like donald trump they're evil too it's guilt by resemblance watch cnn explain it was all about representation. My little melanated, cynical heart. My immigrant melanated woman heart felt so full. Oh, my God. What is this? I'm serious. Like, what is this? She's sitting. Wasn't she the one filing her nails? Oh, look at this. This is who we're supposed to be listening to. This her melon. Are you kidding? This is what they give us last night actually today is today with david and john is the first time i see a white man like in 
eight hours, you know, other than, than Joe Biden last night. And that's okay. They've had 240 years of representation. They're going to be okay. Yeah, they're going to be okay. They've been in there so long. They're dinosaurs. They need to go. You know why in, in, in the government, especially in the military, they move people every four years so they don't get comfortable. Right. Because once you get comfortable, you start picking sides and then you start, you know, doing these little pockets of groups. You know, the ones we see now, plain and simple in our face, Democrats and Republicans, man, it's all of them against the people with a few scattered in between. And what you're going to see is those candidates that stand for the people that stand for the truth. You know who's going to flock to them? All the people of General Jones, General Hayden, all these nice generals, right, that have been whipping you off, that have been taking your money and and handing uh, becoming rich. Well, not only do they do the job that could cost you 20 bucks and you pay them 100, right? They're also psyoping the crap out of you and telling you how to think because you know what? They know better. Simple people. What do you know? You're not free. We know best. We have this. You know, what's funny is that as this, you know, movie Shadowgate has gone globally viral, globally, I'm getting messages from people around the world that are like, you know, I did what you said. I watched it a couple of times. I'm learning even more and more. I don't even see where, you know, (laughs) Roger Stone is a kingpin. Like, where did that come out from? Nobody knows yet. I I have no idea. I think it pretty much said, look, he was associated with Manafort. That's why they grabbed them and put him in a hot box. And this is how they entrapped them. So how is it that he was a kingpin again? I am so confused because it's like, is this just like manufactured? Exactly. Is this an IIA? Possibly. Well, (laughs) time will tell. And the president can see Because, you know, you see a lot of people talking about Bannon. He did this. He did that. You guys think Bannon's that stupid? You think he's that stupid? He's worth millions. You think he's that dumb that he's going to take? You think I'm the only one that knew that they were surveilling the Trump campaign through GCHQ, former GCHQ? Hannigan has his own intelligence firm. We're paying them $25,000 a pop with our money to come and be expert witnesses. Are you trying to tell me that the president, his administration, didn't know that they were monitoring messages, emails, and phone calls? See, this is what they're not telling you because they did this above board. They're like, oh, we found fraud. We did this, you know, this, and it's like, yeah, so he was entrapped. <laughs> yeah. You want to, you want to watch it play out? Cause this is, this is how the president has the final say on where the chips fall. All these people, not only those that are elected, but those that he trusted to convey his message will be sitting on one side and the other. Everybody is slowly pulling their pants down slowly. Because like I said, the hard work of us, creating our own party a party of the people starts after election day so what we need to do and what it is important is to actually push forward and ensure that this man is re-elected to annihilate all of them absolutely all of them because they will come for you they they threw everything they had 
up against the wall to take this president down. They spied on him illegally using the NSA and still were doing it while he was president. Then they created this fake Russia hoax. Then the Ukrainian thing. I mean, they've done everything. They've tried to kill him. Remember when I said the RNC was canceled? You know, I don't know, maybe a missile. Oh, I was right again. But, you know, I'm a hack. Everybody else is right. All these other losers are right. But I'm the hack. I'm 20 million steps ahead. Didn't I say, oh, you know, well, we'll talk about Bank of America when it's time. Well... That time came while Millie was suffering and we couldn't talk about it. But what we could mention is, is that Bank of America got caught funding a billion dollars to Black Lives Matter. Question is, where did it get that billion dollars? Did it come from another country? Maybe from a specific source? Because, you know, what people are, you know, people that you listen to give you analysis are just spurting out articles. They have no inside knowledge. And I'm, <laughs> I haven't been off at all, except for Andrew Yang. And like I said, maybe I thought he was a threat because of all this um, coronavirus thing going on, right? Where we're all digital, telecommuting, et cetera. Um, so maybe I remembered it wrong, but hey, don't hold me to it. You never know. I mean, you've seen a historian's wet dream in, in, in the first half of the year. I mean, what's to say we won't see aliens and everybody get killed except for Andrew Yang, who apparently says names are too ethnic. Uh, dude, your name is Yang. Like, what? The, these are just insane things they're spitting out. That makes absolutely no sense. All of them. Pundits, right media, left media, middle media, crazy media, split media, the whole nine yards. It is so insane. So insane. And they're driving you insane. But I told you that it was going to be like this, didn't I? I told you in May, whoa, up until July 20th, it's going to be a little bit, mm, right? We're going to be, mm, but we're going to get something nice, right? Starting the 21st. But the roller coaster begins. What the heck is this roller coaster, right? We're up and down. Truth is lie, lie is truth, manufacture is just. Guys, it's becoming more insane as we go. You're seeing people that you would think would keep their mouth shut. Oh, I read this and I, and it's like, yeah, you read a lot of stuff about Trump. Did you open your mouth and say something like right away? Did you or did you not? And now reporters on the right are like, if you don't support these candidates, then you can't report. Wait a minute. I thought censorship was a lefty thing. Now it's a right thing, too. So we're supposed to what? Have one specific message? Um, OK, I'm totally confused. Correct? Because this is what we're seeing. They are doing that all the time, all the time on the right. They will cancel you. Thank you, President Trump. They will cancel you. Cancel you completely. Get your family to turn on you. Get all these things. Thank you, President Trump. Thank you. Because, you know, the right is all about free speech. We say what we like. We don't care if free speech is messy. We want it. Cancel culture. So dildo waving. So lefty. Who's doing the most cancel culture, guys? 
Who's doing it? Pay attention. Because what, what, what? Yes, the lefties are insane. Yes, they're more susceptible to psychological operations. But they're not paid as well as the ones on the right. So you have to pay attention to see those people that claim that, oh, I give everybody free speech. Oh, I give everybody a platform. Oh, I don't care if we don't agree on things. Oh, you better not talk about this young lady or that young man because you're going to be canceled. Because that's not what we do. Huh? See, I've always said it. They always pull their pants down. And kind of like I said yesterday, you know, those of you that have been listening to me over the years uh, and and those that know, there was a special event with a very special guest that I was putting together. And suddenly all these people started to come at me and I'm like, what are you doing? Well, you're charity. I'm not a charity. Who said I was? We do. Where's your evidence? We said so. Okay. So why are you here in my face talking to me again? Do you have a complaint? May I see it? No, we don't have a complaint. We don't have to tell you anything. Um, excuse me? Yeah, we don't have to tell you anything. You don't, you don't, you don't get to ask questions. You better know your place, young lady. I was like, what? Uh-huh. So see ya. Then they came down even harder and said, Oh, you better give me this and you better sign this, or else, or else what? Or else you're gonna be in like so much trouble. What kind of trouble? You're gonna see. We're gonna, ooh. This is kind of the response that I got from a very sophisticated attorney general from North Dakota who his second wife filed a divorce, right? That apparently had something to do with, I don't know, diddling, maybe. But that one disappeared. And then he filed their whole divorce himself. She never appeared again. So anyway, to continue the story, uh, they come at me and they're like, you better sign it because. And I was like, because what? Because. And I'm like, damn, I think they're coming after the president. I mean, the North Dakota attorney general says he's Republican, but he was invited to John McCain's funeral. John McCain knew exactly who I was. So let me think. Um, Yeah, so I'm going to cancel it. He's like, you can't cancel it. How dare you cancel? Yeah, totally canceling. Tick, tick, tick. Sorry, canceled. I lost money. I put it away. And what did he do? He gave my life a colonoscopy, a huge one. Couldn't find shit on it. Nothing. Zilch. Zero. And it's like, oh. So then he's like, I'm going to sue her and I'm going to make her give me information. It's like, you idiot. Okay. So he takes me. You're in content. You didn't give it to him. Okay. You're in content. You didn't give it to him. Okay. You're in content. You didn't give it to him. Okay. Now we go to the Supreme Court. Where I say, hey, so he was unmasking me in a civil court. Um, That's a big problem because I can't talk about what I've been doing all my life. And he wanted me to put it on paper. I mean, I kind of put it on paper. I said, yeah, I work for Global Strategies Group for John Brennan. But, you know, it's public record. And my lawyer was like, yeah, I understand. You could just say this. And I'm like, all right, I'll just do that. So, you know, all these, you know, conversations, conversations, right? Pretty interesting, isn't it? Oh, my gosh. Did they use the legal system to unmask you? Why is that? Well, I don't know. They have a very hard and firm and organized drug trafficking organization where their cops partake, their BCI guys partake, right? And a lot of them have been arrested for it, right? Done. Then their U.S. Marshals got caught, you know, diddling with kids, right? So their one deputy U.S. Marshal, he gets 2016, he gets arrested, charged, he's in jail for a while. But the head U.S. Marshal, 
resigns in the middle of the night on December 31st, 2016. Like, see ya, no press conference, no nothing, nothing, not a, not a sound, not a peep, nobody talked. And then you have the actual chaplain. So, you know, if you're a victim of rape, being an adult or a child, you go to the police and you go to where? Oh, you go to your chaplain. Oh, you know, I've been beat, I this and that, or beaten. Guess what? That dude was investigated for luring minors via a computer. So he was luring little kids. His name was Sam Saylor. He was luring little kids. Guess where he's at? Probably, I don't know, maybe being a hall monitor at a school because that's how they are. Then we have the other more bizarre part. Sinaloa cartels, a bunch of cartels, running and trafficking women from Native American organizations, boom, out to Nevada, boom, out to Mexico or wherever they're sending them. And so not only that, they fester, you know, in order to steal women and kids, right? You got to put them somewhere. You can't just have like 20 women in a car or tie their mouth and drive down highways, right? You're going to have to rest stop. You're going to have to have apartments. So there are these apartment complexes where these cartels, they rent apartments or, you know, trailers, whatever. And so that's where they house their victims until they get picked up by the purchaser, right, sometimes. Because North Dakota is like super slacky on that. So <clears throat> here we have, you know, another crazy thing, okay? Because this state either has really stupid people or really good psyops that nobody knows what's going on. It's like nobody talks about it. So what happens is, right, okay, and all of you here, pay attention to this. And this is play-by-play, play, okay? I want you play-by-play. Play, play play. A guy walks into a building, okay, huge building, huge, and walks to four different areas that are far apart, okay? He takes one person and gives him a Colombian necktie. Do you know what that is? That's kind of like slitting your throat and then pulling the tongue out, you know, to the, port, to the point that you're almost decapitated. Then goes to another place and slices a woman from the top of her head down to her crotch and opens her up. And then he shoots another two people. Then that guy also collects all the bullets and changes his clothes and then exits the building. Guess what? He did all of that in under 12 minutes. Now tell me, I just want to see from the comments, how many of you believe that the Flash did all that? Tell me, be honest with me. Do you think any human being, right? Impossible. Yet, that's what they sold to the people of North Dakota. And they're just like totally into it. And I'm like, you all are either freaking retarded, right? Or just so mesmerized that you can't see this was a cartel hit. It was a signature cartel hit. And I'm like, which is the cop that went there? That one. Who's pointing? Oh, wait, he's got ties with Native American? Guys, it was to the point that I had the detective call me and said, I've gotten complaints that you know things about this murder scene that haven't been made public. And that's like, yeah, that's what's up. That's how good I am. So while you sit there and you check my Google devices, because I leave everything on, I'm not stupid. While you check, you'll see that I've already told you who did it. And I'm in my pajamas 120 miles away. And you're looking around for a gun, thinking that it's a chiropractor that doesn't look violent at all. That simply was there to do what? Pick up the bullets and get out. But, you know, I digress because the Mandan massacre happened by the flash. This is how corrupt they are. So in summary, I've been exposing the crap out of the state filed it with. You know what? I filed a complaint with Jeff Sessions 
got it in his hand. And two weeks later, he was up on my state. Not only that, he just turned up and everyone's like, why did he turn up? He only came here for some lame press conference. He didn't even know who Wayne Stengem was, who's the attorney general. He's like, whatever. Yeah, he totally knew because I had sent him a big ass file. So he turns up and they're like, whoa, that was lame. Yeah. But you know, we also have a Chinese double agent that's not Asian sitting in North Dakota too. I mean, oops, you know, all of these things are going on in that little state and you're surprised. It's 700,000 people in, in, in a landmass that's bigger than some nations. They control all of these people because they're factioned in little, little villages far apart. And they can command anything. It's one of the most corrupt states there are. Not only that, that is the first state that's deploying drones to police you. You know, that stuff that the United Nations wants us to do. Part of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez's Green Deal. Crazy ass stuff. And then they're piloting this like contact tracing app. They're the ones that created it. Remember? Contact tracing. You know, because the governor of North Dakota used to be buddies. Well, you know, Bill Gates resigned for Microsoft. We took it now. You know, we fill our coffers from corrupt people. So, you know, they're buddies, they're friends, they're super tight. Suddenly they come up with some code out of nowhere and they're pushing it all over. Yeah, get this truck contact tracing. We're going to contact trace you and then we're going to use Bluetooth and contact trace people around you. Just download the app and don't worry about it. It's completely anonymous. Are you kidding? Who's stupid enough to believe it? <laughs> You'll be very surprised in that state. So not only do we have that, the governor of North Dakota has invested millions, if not more, into China to the point that the secretary of state has come out and said, you're on the friendly list, dude. I got pictures of him in articles where he's sitting in the front seat. And it's like, um, can you guys not see the problem here? This guy owns Fargo, right? Big city. Everybody knows it from the movie, right? He owns almost 70 percent of the city, like physically owns it, the governor physically. And not only that, he owns the physical part that gets all these easements, easements, easements. And you know what? People know. People know. People talk. But you know what? They don't have balls. You know why? Because they crush you. That's okay. I've got all of your balls in my purse and I'm standing up for all of you because you know what? While I say that that system that Brennan had set up where I could listen to whatever I wanted, whatever file I wanted, I had access to it. It's a private company. What are they going to say? You violated. I didn't violate anything. You hooked it up. This is a private company. Come at me. Oh, you want to prove that I did this? Well, then go find that server. Let's show the whole world what you got. So, Guess who else I was listening to? That's right. The attorney general. So while they're talking on how we're going to frame Tory and what we're going to be doing, I was taking notes. Oh, that CI. Oh, did you pay him like that? Oh, great. So this is how it all pans out. Now, while people like to shit talk, right? A lot of people like to shit talk. And I'm so glad I'm not on the radio and I'm doing it like this because I could totally be. While people like to shit talk, right? What they don't understand is that everything is documented. And when it comes back, it comes back with a clapback. I'm ready for it. I've been in really tight spots. I'll tell you that with the line of work that I did. Psh. So 
here we are with clapback. Now, what if I told you something? Because Millie can't talk about this because the judge said, if you if you even infer that the government is corrupt in any way in your case, you're going back to jail. But I can infer it because I'm going to tell you what. I've been in legal battle with the attorney general for three years. Oh, and in this legal battle, he has no victim, no money loss. He's just he was just filing shit. To say, oh, look what I found. What do you mean you found? You found this on the internet. You could have made it. Oh, this is yours. And I was like, who said? I said. And I was like, yeah, up yours. That's not mine. So he's like picking and prodding and pudding, right? And so my case is dragging on. I hear nothing. And I'm like, great. He's going to drag it into after elections so he can get reelected. What idiot in North Dakota is going to reelect him? You'll be surprised. So on the day... Guys, listen to this. On the day that Millie Weaver's indictment that's been sitting at an office for like over, you know, 20 days, right? On that same day, a hit piece goes out by the local little newspaper. Oh, she has to pay like damages of 16000 The fuck I am. No, I'm not. You wasted taxpayer dollars where there was no loss to try to get me to accidentally slip up and drop something of national security or mess up our foreign policy. The fuck I am. That and you could take that to what does Nancy Pelosi say? Take that to the bank because that's the way it is. Supreme Court. Ah, can't mess with that because that's, you know, because the judges didn't let me depose him, ask him questions. They were like, no, you can ask him limited questions. No, you're not allowed to ask him. Wait a minute. He could give me a list and say, give me all your addresses from where you were 18. For what? You're saying that I spent $100 on stuff which is fine because it was mine, my money. Um, but because it was in the, in the, in the account that I was using for the community event, not the charity, I'm a bad, bad. So I'm like, wait a minute. So you're, you're saying you could ask me, well, give me all your addresses from 18. Tell me how, where you work for that. Are you kidding? And I can't ask you a question like, Hey, did you by any chance know a guy named Danny Fuller? You know, the witness that was accidentally shot by a cop. And is still under FBI investigation. I just want to know. So this is where it all comes out. See? Full circle. Nice and tight. So as that's in the back burner, obviously we have troll farms. You guys have seen it. Now you're seeing the articles come out. Psyops, troll farms, you know, people that get paid. You see them, right? Antifa, give me money and I'll go burn stuff. Well, give me money and I'll just troll stuff. I'll type stuff. Tweet stuff, follow stuff, harass stuff. What? You think that doesn't happen? I mean, you've seen them with Antifa and BLM. You think that's not coming out? Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Man, that's why ShadowNet is there. So anybody, anybody, I have this crazy person. Check this out. It's coming out with a page. Oh, this is like stolen this. And I was like, girl, I can make 20 of those pages. Oh, but it's from then. Oh, okay. Because you said so. I don't know what it is, but because you said so, because you said so. And by the way, the you said so is some Muslim jihadi in Texas, right? Linked to some loser chick who's got, she's going to be going through some things. I mean, just like a lot of people are going to be going through some things. Because, you know, telling someone, she's got criminal record when she has no record. Whoa, that's a big deal. I mean, yesterday when I was at the police filing police reports, they were like, 
uh, what? Oh, this, that way, you know, they run your record. He's like, dude, they're calling you criminal. You ain't got no record. I just ran your shit. I'm like, I know. Well, you should do this. Uh, I'm not going to bother. I don't need to. I don't need to tell myself who I am. It's going to be one nice class action one. You know what? The people are going to fund it. That's when it's going to go. Not yet. Not yet. First, let's have a couple of arrests happen and then we'll go for that one. See, that's the way smart people work. And that's what I like it. I get, I love it. I absolutely love it because they're seething. They're trying to poke me where it hurts. And guess what? I invented psyops, man. Brendan underestimated me. He thought because I was trained from a young age that I would throw my nation under the bus. Oh, no, no, no. You're going first. So on that continuation, speaking of IIAs and crazy, crazy, crazy things, I think um, it's important we talk about Stephen Bannon. Uh, Steve Bannon only got 32 seconds on a business alert. I just want you guys to listen to this. And then hmm, we'll play my little ads and think about it. I just It's just going to be a simple 32-second clip of what they had to say of Steve Bannon who, by the way, has millions of dollars, and they think he would risk his life for a million. Fox Business Alert. Former Trump advisor Steve Bannon entering a not guilty plea after being indicted on charges of defrauding donors in an online fundraising scheme. We build the wall. President Trump said today that he feels badly for Bannon, but that he hasn't been dealing with him for a very long period of time, and the president denied knowing anything about the project. In fact, saying he never approved of it. It's not appropriate for private people to be building walls. Connell. So let me tell you something, uh, something that some very smart lady had said. I don't know if I should say her her name on the air, so I'm going to refrain, but I will text her and tell her you're awesome. Back, uh, what was it, in 2019, you know, when they started this indictment on Bannon, right? <laughs> He said, oh, the wall, they're just trying to make me look bad. See, a lot of people knew that he was being surveilled. I told you. Clues. Well, why is the GCHQ, you know, the, 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 the counterpart of the intelligence community in the UK being paid? Well, the former head of that, who was his fingerprints, his stupid British fingerprints are all over this Russia dossier. All over. All over. Right? All over. And we're paying him. To come and be an expert witness in our courts in New York. The guy, wait, excuse me, sir. You fucked shit up. You tried to help overthrow our government and you're going to come in here and we're going to pay you with our money to testify. Excuse me. Take a back seat, please. So here we are at, we knew they were spying. You know, Letitia. Oh, I'm, you vote for me for AG. I'm going to go after Trump. I'm going to get Trump. And it's like, wait a minute. How the heck can she run for attorney general based on the fact I'm going to use my office to take down the president? Um, That's illegal. And nobody talks about it. But, you know, she's a lefty. She's one of them. So it's okay. So we've got crazy Letitia. I'm going to get Trump. Vote for me. And it's like, what? You just said you're going to use your office to take down a sitting president. And yet, there we go. She gets elected. So now where are we? We're at the point that they're spying on Bannon, who, by the way, if you've been watching his shows, has been in contact with the Trump administration, Trump family they're having interviews so they're watching listening and learning huh so 
key number one, when you're getting, when people think they're getting over you, you play super dumb, super duper dumb. And now that Steve Bannon's ship is sinking, look who jumped off real quick, real quick. Because see, Steve Bannon was one of those kamikaze spies. Remember when he left? Which idiot did he take with him? See, because that's what loyal people do. Okay? That's what loyal people do. That's what good people do. But see, you can't see that because the media is not going to tell you this. Your pundits aren't going to tell you this because they're all getting paid. All of them. And they're going to tell you exactly where they sit. For me, I'm unafraid. I have the truth. And I and I have faith. Now it's up to you to take the tools that I gave you so you can spot it. You know how happy I was, even though yesterday I was really devastated and I was sick too. I'm not coronavirus, but I am sick. You know, I've made it no secret. Um, so um, I was I was not feeling well. Millie was dealing with things because, you know, she has to pay her lawyers and she's setting stuff up. And it was just like me. And we wanted to do a live, you know, because it's important that, that we, we all say thank you for the support. I mean, I know you didn't help me out, but you helped my friend out. And that friend was there for me when and the floor moved under my feet and she didn't do anything. She didn't say, Oh, come here or here's some money or anything like that. No, she was there to keep me busy, to keep me sane, man. We always need an anchor like that, right? To bring you back to reality. And that's what I was hoping I was there for. That's why I say thank you because by my, you know, when I called the Alex Jones show, right? When I called Alex Jones, I was waiting for him to say, hold on, Tori, let me email you the lawyer that we have so you can help. Millie. Instead, I was on air saying, I don't know what's happening. And it was becoming a story. And I kind of just went with it. And I was like, is this for, okay. So when we're done, he's going to be like, Hey, call this guy. He's a lawyer. Um, you know, they, they've been together for like forever. So I was kind of like, Whoa, but you know, contractor and all that stuff. And he has to be careful. I mean, his own, you know, he got framed for that Sandy hook stuff. We're not going to get into it, but he got framed for it. (laughs) He got framed for it. Uh, so, you know, he backed off right away and I was like, you know, he's got to, he, you know, he, he is keeping himself careful and I get it. I totally get it because he's been screwed so many times. So I totally get it. And all of you that heard me on Alice Jones, so you, you guys know that I'm his fan, right? I always said he should have married me, not that handler that he has now, but whatever. Anyway. So, you know, for me, it was so crazy but we had to go on together and we had to say thank you because it was important that her supporters and her listeners were there because she gets arrested and suddenly we're both like, I'm off the radio and it's like, nobody cares. You know, I was red state. I don't care what anybody says, you know, I'm just saying, cause I'm the only one that had the real news and I wasn't even getting paid. So whatever. And then she gets fired. She loses her job. He's like, yeah, we're not doing anything. And I'm like, She was the only one that was giving real, real news. That's crazy. Why would people assassinate their own brands? Why? Because they're showing you their true face. They're showing you their IQ. Because if you can be hijacked that easy, that easy, it's insane. But we're going to wait after the first couple of arrests, right? And then we're going to talk. That's how, you know, big boys do it. They sit there and they, you know, unless they come for me. But I mean, what are they going to come for me for? I mean, I'm a time traveler and they're going to be like, that's not true. And I'm like, prove it. 
<laughs> okay. So as you see, the world is nuts. Bannon is now banned. He's getting canceled by everyone that he helped create, right? He was there to support the president a million trillion percent. And you know what? I'm like, damn, nobody stood up for him. Well, actually, Cernovich did a great job. And you guys know I love Cernovich. And he did a great job. He did a good scope. I totally, I totally dug it because he was like, oh, I went like this. Like he doesn't know all, he, like there were texts and stuff like that where other people were talking about stuff, but he doesn't go into detail, but he made it clear, you know, just how they wrap people around and he's just going to wait for things to happen. But he did a great analysis on how they use these things. And that's why he stayed away from the super PAC and all that stuff, which was interesting. You guys should listen to that scope because it was impeccable. It was impeccable. Like, this is why I know a lot of you don't like Cernovich because, oh, he's like this, he's like that. It's totally fine. Totally fine. Nobody cares. I don't have to agree with someone 100% to like him because that's the beauty of free speech. We don't have to like what everybody else says. And it's fine. So, uh, you know, Bannon is awesome. I adore him because he fights for America. And while people are throwing mud and shade, man, you just pulled your own pants down. I want to see your underwear uh, and the holes in it. So that is how things are going so far. The political climate is charged. And you know what it is? It's charged with really negative energy. People are picking their sides because they know Labor Day is just around the corner. And they're waiting to see, is Barr going to do it? Is it going to happen? Because if it happens, we just went chips all in. And this is where it sits. Because President Trump is watching everything. Every single thing. And people will never forget. Because this is, this is the moment that we look. Now that we have this massive storm. It's actually two storms, right? At once. Damn. Almost like, okay. My fellow Americans, the storm is upon us. Kind of sounds like when you see two hurricanes coming at each other, I totally expect a speech like that. And it just so happens with Shadowgate. And the minute Shadowgate drops, you see all the companies owned by these generals pulling their pages down, every single one of them, their management, their board of directors. But, you know, nothing to see here. It was totally debunked, of course, right? They all pull their pages and then... And then they not only go that far, but then they sit down and they write this profound thing. Former Republican national security officials for Biden. And it's like, what? These are the clowns that say we're Reagan and George Bush Jr. and senior and Donald Trump Republican members. Hold on. Stop. Stop. If you were a Donald Trump member for real, you wouldn't be on this list. Okay. Bush, both of them corrupt as fuck. The older one hijacked Reagan's presidency. He was a three-term president. We saw Reagan saying nice things. He was like, uh, but he wasn't doing anything. Barr was running things with Mina Mina and buffering on that end. We had Iran-Contra, hot mess right there. you know. And that was all Bush Sr.'s doing. And then Bush Jr. comes in, that idiot, who was like, yeah, you, you guys just run with it. Yeah, whatever. I'll just read a story right here. I mean, come on. Who are these people? Former generals, former admirals. Let me not say close ones. So the reminder to all should be if Shadowgate, and we're going to come into this right after this break, if Shadowgate 
was so debunked, then why did they rush? All these intelligence communities, companies pulled their pages down. We're like, take it down, take it down, take it down. Yeah, that's because you know what's coming and you can't stop it because it's out. And now that it's out, guess what? Those prosecutors have to take a look. And I stayed around long enough. Too bad. You lose. And Wayne, you really betted on Wayne getting the job done? Come on with that lip-bristed idiot. Let's go. The forgotten men and women of our country will be forgotten no longer. The time for empty talk is over. Now arrives the hour of action. From this day forward, a new vision will govern our land. From this day forward, it's going to be only America first. Every decision will be made to benefit American workers and American families. America will start winning again, winning like never before. I will fight for you with every breath in my body, and I will never, ever let you down. Do not allow anyone to tell you that it cannot be done. No challenge can match the heart and fight and spirit of America. We will not fail. Our country will thrive and prosper again. Your voice, your hopes, and your dreams will define our American destiny. When America is united, America is totally unstoppable. After nearly four years, my family's nightmare is finally over. We couldn't have survived this without the love and support of the millions of patriots. What is going on with my little ads? I want to play my Laura Loomer. Hi, I'm Laura Loomer, and I'm running for Congress in Florida's 21st Congressional District. Wouldn't it be horrible if we lived in a nation where journalists were silenced just because they confronted the political and media elite? You might think that could never happen in America, but it did. And to me. For confronting people. Wait, let's stop that ad. Did that just not happen to me? Look, everyone's going, look at, look at Q's image from the Carter Page visa warrant. Didn't I tell you that Carter Page was CIA, right? Didn't I tell you, look at my article on big league politics about what you're going to find in the visa warrant? Why don't you go happy hunting? Cause there is pure panic in DC. I'm just saying I had to cut that short, but we're going to replay it again. Cause she has some nice ads, but I just wanted to point out that specific ad that said, Oh, look, I'm putting up with the political establishment and the media elite. And they're all coming hard. I had some clown from TEDx come on me and I'm like, dude, Dude, loser, how much did they pay you to do that? You remember like the Kessinger brothers? Because they're going to come hard. But you know what? I was ready. I was ready because now they realize exactly where I've been, in what little nooks and crannies I've been sitting in. And yep, that's about to go. And I told you, I told you, oh, he omitted CIA. That was a fix. Once a clown, always a clown. This is why I don't trust clowns. Unless they're clowns that have actually been attacked actually been attacked so you know for all these years that we've been sitting here you've been getting prepared for all of this and more and everything that i've said uh what in 2018 is happening right now almost like i knew what was gonna happen so i already knew everything that was coming and they're all scathing because remember surveillance goes two ways 
And you think I was only snooping around on shift stuff? I mean, everybody's stuff is there. I could look at anything I want. Doesn't mean I'm going to use it, right? Doesn't mean I'm going to do it. I could just snoop around. It's like solitaire. It's a private company. The United States of America gave it to that company. So everybody has access. Do you know how many idiots have access to it right now? That uh, Oh, you don't? Well, maybe they'll tell you because they'll probably be like, Tori, tell us. Well, why don't you go get it? Wait a minute. They scrubbed that because I had no access after it. I don't know. Maybe we could look over here. Maybe we could look over there. Where's that over here, over there? I don't know. I'll tell Congress with a GoPro. That's the way it's going to go. And so here's where they panic because it's not a one woman show or two woman show. It's a whole team. And what is that team? America. All of you are part of that team. Everybody is part of that team because we've been waking up together, putting all these little pieces together, doing all these things together. And if you look, they took down my website. They deleted it. Obviously, it's in archives. But oh my gosh, did in 2018, did I tell you about Carter Page? Because that's the only FISA warrant that I was putting out there and telling you what you can find in there. Oh, and he's a clown. Just a reminder. He's a clown. Just a reminder. I'm just saying. So now you are seeing exactly what is happening. And this is why I always say, get your popcorn, baby, and enjoy the show because that's what's up. That's what's up. And the more they attack, the more, you know, I I really have to stop falling into the pockets because that human side of me comes out and I'm like, I got to be, I got to be more hard. So let's look at uh, uh, another clown show. You know, the one that bailed out the DNC that was in debt and they were being investigated. Well, it wasn't the DNC. It was amalgamated bank. You know, the bank that you pay all your union dues to that lent all this money to the Democrats. And then Tory came in and filed all this stuff on amalgamated bank and said, oh, look, they're giving loans and no one's paying back. And then suddenly cue this clown comes comes in. You're going to you're going to hear him soon. So Bloomberg comes in, pretends to run funds the DNC so they could pay back all those loans so they don't get busted for fraud. My God, that is something that this country absolutely needs. And all of us, whether you're progressives, whether you're moderates or conservatives, have got to come together to defeat this president. Thanks for that, Bernie. I want to thank you all for joining us for this segment. Oh, my gosh. Look who we have. We have Spartacus. Right. We've got vote for me. I'm gay. We've got Kiev Klobuchar. What the heck? What is Beto doing there? And why is he showing us his nostrils? We've got Yang. We've got fake Ahantis, And we got Kami. And they're going to tell us how President Trump is doing a horrible job. Let's start talking about the job that they have done. First of all, Cory Booker. Well, can't talk about that yet. Can't talk about that yet. Let's talk about the lynching, the Jussie Smollett thing. Jussie, you're going to go put a rope around your neck, pay Nigerians to throw bleach on you, right? And wear MAGA hats at 2 a.m. in Chicago because that's totally legit. And then we're going to push our anti-lynching bill with your Auntie Kamala. And then you're going to say how much you hate white people, even though your dad's five foot four Russian. Then we're going to have Don Lemon call you all frantic in the hospital and push you. So that's Cory Booker, who's going to educate you right now. Okay. Then we have Pete, Mayor Pete. Mr. I'm gay, so you got to vote for me because it's progressive. Then we have Kiev Klobuchar. Look at that face. Very ideal. So she, her staffer, her very tight staffer, I want to say her handler, 
is married, right? Polat. She, he's married. She's married to Polad, who happens to be the son of the guy who is the director of communications of Rothschild. Now, she had some closet somewhere out in Georgia that was supposedly a shell company and got $10 million for the Navy from the Navy to put equipment out. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. She didn't have equipment and she has $10 million and it's only a closet. Oh, and she was in that picture with Lindsey Graham. McCain and herself in Ukraine posing just before 2017 New Year's. Oh, was it New Year's Eve? Okay. So she's going to educate you. And then we have Beto O'Rourke. Okay. This guy, the guy that's showing you the nostrils. So he's married to this chick whose family has a lot of property in Texas that is border property, Texas side and U.S. side. And so they've gotten away with getting some choo-choo train tracks laid out, human trafficking tracks laid out, right? And so he's going to educate you. Well, what did he do? Did he get a haircut? What was it? Oh, my God. Did you remember him dancing? Jesus. So that's the other guy that's going to educate you. Then we have the commie. Enough said on that one. He likes bread lines. Moving along to fake Hauntis, who is one 1,024th American Indian. And for that reason, because she's one 1,024th Indian, she can get a position at Harvard as someone that is a minority group and represent all Native Americans. And then we have Yang. Now, Yang's smart. I like Yang. He's dangerous. He's got great ideas. And he's, and he's beefed up, right? It looks like he's been working out in that picture. And so he's all about, let's take us to the future and everything. Great ideas, not working right now. Those ideas can't apply in 2020. We could revisit your ideas in about 2035 when the government decides that it's going to give the people the technology we had in the 70s. Because right now, we're operating with technology we, pro we had in the 40s. So let's listen to what these people, these fine people are going to educate us with. I mean this sincerely. It was an honor to run against you. And it is even a greater honor to stand with you in support of Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Good evening. Um oh, my gosh. Is he on a stepping stool? Sir Bloomberg, who was knighted by the queen there, ergo, he's like supposedly royalty. The one that came in, you know, <laughs> best meme ever was President Trump and his little head popping over the podium. Best meme of the year for me. That was the best meme, okay? There was no other meme that was better than that. Mini Mike came out with his big fat wallets, dropped millions to cover their asses at Amalgamated Bank. Because we were here on air talking about Amalgamated Bank. We saw how quick they started to be like, sell, sell, sell. We put tons of articles referencing to how they're so much like BCCI, reminding everyone what that scandal was and who was involved, just as a refresher. So let's see how this man who bailed out the corrupt Democrats that have been using every single union member's money tell you, why we have to vote against President Trump. So that's their platform. Let's vote against Trump. Well, what do you have to over? Let's just vote against him, period. I've never been much for partisan politics. I've supported Democrats, Republicans, and independents. Hell, I've actually been a Democrat, Republican, and independent. It's all about people. And the two people running for president couldn't be more different. One believes in facts. One does not. One listens to experts. The other thinks he knows everything. One looks forward and sees strength in America's diversity. 
the other looks backwards and sees immigrants as enemies and white supremacists as allies. What the hell is he talking about? Guys, what world? It's like these people have come from another parallel universe, right? Because look at his face. He looks terrified because he should. Because we're watching. The people are watching. And no matter what he says, how he says it, right? We still know, Mini Mike. You're all fucked. That's the way it is. Here's another difference. One has proven he knows how to handle a crisis by helping to lead the economic turnaround after the 2008 recession, while the other has not only failed to lead, he has made the current crisis much worse. When confronted with the biggest calamity any president has faced in the modern era, Donald Trump spent the year downplaying the threat, ignoring science, and recommending quack cures which let COVID-19 spread. Wait, we're talking quack cures. So we were here on the Tory Says Show where I told you, just like every career, there's Bibles of everything. So when I went to school so that I can learn the tools and obfuscate myself so that I can penetrate these laboratories that are working with human beings through trafficking rings, because that's why I went back to school. I mean, why would anyone? Well, you know, I'm smart. So I was able to do it. I got myself a degree in molecular, uh, you know, cellular and molecular biology in under three years. Take that to the bank. And I signed myself up, went into med school, started to do that. The only thing I wanted to do was penetrate the laboratories. I mean, I invented something and then walked off. You know, I had to give myself some street cred knowing the Paysour's labs aren't going to let me walk in there. Neither is the Ventner Institute. I mean, you know, you've got to be some star student. So here I am, a geriatric student in my 30s. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm like really smart. Look. And it's like, yo, come on, let's hang out for a couple weeks. And that's all I needed. <laughs> so, you know, a lot of people talk smack, but wait till you see what's going to be coming soon. Much faster than it should have, leaving hundreds of thousands needlessly sick or dead. He has failed the American people catastrophically. Right. He totally has because he exposed that you guys had a shell company and a shell company and a shell company and a shell company. Right. Kind of like the way he looks like a turtle. Now he needs to put that head right there in that neck because they were exposed. They took the Bible of medicine and they put a paid study to say that hydroxychloroquine causes all these problems, a drug that we've been taking nearly 70 years. Right. And we use it for people in high HIV areas so they don't get AIDS, right? And we give it to them all the time. It's suddenly super bad. Well, you know, maybe we have a vaccine version of HDK. Uh you know, they're really upset. They want to make money. They want to tag you. What are you talking about? Look at South Africa. They're becoming compliant. Yeah, I, I inject you. You have this glowing thing. I scan you. You're obedient. You can go, cattle. You know, instead of putting that tag, it's just way too much. It's not like they're going to make us wear earring extenders. It's better to just to put a discreet dye to see who sits where and in society. You know, those social credit scoring systems will be based on stuff like this. Four years ago, I came before this very convention and said, New Yorkers know a con when we see one. But tonight, I'm maybe that's why I can see this because I'm from New York, too. I'm not asking you to vote against Donald Trump because he's a bad guy. I'm urging you to vote against him because he's done a bad job. Today, unemployment is at historic highs, 
and small businesses are struggling just to survive. Hold on. So they're struggling. But you know what? Why are all the Democrat staffers jumping ship? And moving into healthcare, I want to see, I want to remember, wait, I got an email because I subscribe to this stuff. You know, that's what's up. Um, I got an email yesterday or was it the day before yesterday? Let me just, let me just search it. Cause it was really interesting that specific staffer left and went to like Humana or something or United Healthcare. And it's like, oh, they're going to try to cock block Trump. Trump, um, Trump care, you know, the one that says, Hey, buy your own insurance and we're covering pre-existing no discernment there. Except if you're like super healthy, then you get other prices. If you're not super healthy, you get the other prices and that's fair. So if you're super healthy, you could pay $5, but if you're healthy now and think you might be sick later, maybe you'll pay 10, but you know, they're going to, uh, I can't find the email. <sighs> not even going to get into that pocket again. But some Democrat senators, and I'm going to look for it while this clip plays, actually left and went there. And it's not the first one. All of them are going. And it's like, wait a minute, what's happening? Why are all these Democrats being hired in high positions within insurance companies and healthcare companies? That's interesting. It didn't have to be this way. Before I ran for mayor, I spent 20 years running a business I started from scratch. So I want to ask small business owners and their employees one question, and it's a question for everyone. Would you rehire or work for someone who ran your business into the ground? Yeah, because coronavirus is totally Trump's fault. Are you getting the message? Coronavirus is Trump's fault. It's not Chinese, right? It didn't come from another country. Even though he shut down the border quickly and we called them racist, where it came from the originating location, guys, don't you get it? It's a Trump virus. Like, huh? Okay, you see this? And, oh, let me just add, their base is that stupid. And there's some people on the right, too, that have that same IQ. And who always does what's best for him or her, even when it hurts the company, and whose reckless decisions put you in danger, and who spends more time tweeting than working? If the answer is no, why the hell would we ever rehire? Wait, did he say that he spends more time tweeting? That man works his ass off. His ass off. He is tirelessly working, and he's tweeting. I could tirelessly work and tweet at the same time. Can you not tweet and do stuff? I guess not, because you're a chump. Donald Trump for another four years. Trump says we should vote for him because he's a great businessman. Really? He drove his companies into bankruptcy six times, always leaving behind customers. and. Wait. Okay. So he drove his company into bankruptcy, bankruptcy, right? Six times. Whoa, that's a lot right? Damn, you're not good with your money. No, you're a loser. You went into bankruptcy. It's kind of like truck drivers. Damn, you had like 10 accidents in two years. Uh, kind of because I'm on the road all the time. You know, uh, maybe that's why I have more accidents. But let's remember this interview that I played for you for just to remind you who the real champ is before we continue mini mics, you know, fake speech or anti-Trump speech, or let's just call it anti-American speech. 
Let's, for those that are now tuning in and never heard this before, let's take a listen to her, Little Miss Shark Tank, who made her way herself. What she has to say, being a scathing liberal, about President Trump. For a moment, you knew Donald Trump way back in his New York real estate days. What a charmer. (laughs) And... You know, despite, you know, whatever you say about him, even you say he's a great salesman. What, what is his sales technique? Why is he so great? He is a phenomenal salesman. He's not a great salesman. He's probably the best salesman I've ever been in the company of. And I spent a lot of time with Donald because he's. Oh, wait. So he's the best salesman that she's ever been. Okay. Okay. Five years older than me, I think four years. And he was raising his company right parallel with me raising mine. And so I did a lot of work with Donald. And I can tell you, he is the best salesman I've ever met in my life. I watched him walk into a situation, for example, selling the Plaza Hotel to the Chinese out of Hong Hong Kong. It was in Taiwan. Group of, of Asians, wealthiest families in Hong Kong. And they were there because they were interested in the Plaza Hotel. And I was a broker or my brokers, we were all at the table and we were like really hungry to make this deal. And I watched him totally not pitch the Plaza Hotel, bury it, and talk about the land masses on the Hudson River and the buildings that would be there. They were not the least bit interested. They just wanted to buy the Plaza Hotel. Like a customer, I want to buy it, and Donald was near bankruptcy, really needed the money to bail out. Okay, so let me just rephrase this in more layman terms for us. So she was a broker. Trump was selling the Plaza Hotel. All these people, all these investors from China, Japan, the whole world and herself were there. She was representing her client and they were all waiting to buy the Plaza Hotel. So Trump calls him in a room, tells him, come in, you're going to buy the Plaza Hotel. And then when they get there, he's like, fuck the Plaza Hotel. Look at all this land. We're going to make all this stuff. That's where the money is. And I watched him. I thought he was so off. He wasn't. They bought the land and built all those towers on the West River, as we know it today. You know, all those Trump towers along the river. That was you mean he created New York, which de Blasio and his wife has raped into bankruptcy. Right. With what? While he was big. So when he had nothing, he was going belly up because everybody makes bad business decisions at one point. (laughs) And if you don't, then uh, you're not really doing business. You're just skating. So this guy knows how to win. He was like, you know what? This is all or nothing. And that all or nothing created what you see in New York. Well, what's left of it anyway, with the whole no police, de Blasio, his wife raping the citizens of New York for her little charity. I think, what are we missing? Close to a billion now? And she pays her staff, what, close to a million now? I'm just saying. So this is the guy that they say you don't want on your team? Insane. But listen to what else she says. What's the deal? How did he do that? I'll tell you what his masterful mind does. He is a genius at picking out the vulnerability of someone's personality. He can smell it, sense it, and trust it. Okay. So, for example, if you were to walk into a business meeting with Donald and you're saying whatever you're saying, I've seen it time and time again, he could see what your weakness is (laughs) and not physically reach over and put his finger on it. But he just could see what your weakness is and play into it. Not the nicest thing in the world, but it's a certain gift I've never seen anyone else. 
not the nicest gift. Man, he made New York. He made America great again. You guys had to deploy some faux virus to shut everyone down and kill his economy, which, by the way, is going to bounce back so fast your heads will spin while you're awaiting your Nuremberg trials. That's the way it's going to happen. You watch because Jeff Sessions been really, really busy. Now, back to Mini Mike. Let's continue with this saga contractors who had cheated and swindled and stopped doing business with him. Well, this time, all of us are paying the price, and we can't let him get away with it again. Donald says we should vote for him because the economy was great before the virus. Huh? Biden and Obama created more jobs over their last three years. What the heck? Biden and Obama annihilated all our jobs. They gave them away. They gave them away. The thing that I'm not surprised is, is that they didn't sell out oil fields in Texas and North Dakota and lease them out and say, well, this is part of our, you know, a trans-Pacific partnership. And we're going to let China come in and drill. And now that part of Texas is now Chinese. That's the only thing they didn't do. You couldn't get a job. They had sent them overseas. All you could hear is people saying, hello, this is Bob. And you're like, no, your name is Raj. Can I get someone that speaks English that I don't need an interpreter? That's what they did to us. And that's a fact. All of you feel it. All of you know it. That's what they did. And yet they're sitting there saying they built the economy. Uh, no, you didn't. Then the Trump administration did over their first three and economic growth was higher under Biden and Obama than under Trump. In fact, while Biden helped save one million auto industry jobs, Trump had Biden is eating applesauce and has Jill rubbing his back and introduces himself as the husband of Biden. This guy doesn't even know if he's coming, going. I guarantee you he wears diapers. Like, I haven't even watched the DNC, but I'm going to focus real hard to see if I could see that diaper. Like, the guy can't walk. I mean, let's talk about Kamala. What happened with her facelift? That was like some weird stuff going on the TV, and suddenly she comes out, and it's like, what? We're going to vote for you? You called ICE KKK. They've been hunting down child and human traffickers since forever in a day, which, by the way, they had a list of at least 5,000 Pentagon officials, Pentagon, DOD, military and other government officials that were kitty diddling. And the minute Barack Hussein Obama stepped his foot in office, guess what? That list was dead. So wait a minute. She wants to come in. The same one that's wrapped up in a charity called Time's Up that has to do with kitty diddling. This is why the FBI is investigating Justice Smollett. This is why they were covering for him because they don't want that out. That's the only reason they threw Kamala into the race. Because if she's there, they can't talk about Chicago. They can't talk about Jesse. They can't talk about Time's Out. But, you know, it's the, it's the right that's bad. We're all bad. How dare you speak truth? Quiet, peasant. Has lost 250,000 manufacturing jobs. So when Trump says he wants to make America great again, he's making a pretty good case for Joe Biden. Look, our goal shouldn't be to bring back the pandemic economy. It should be, as Joe says, to build it back better. Joe's economic plan will create clean energy jobs that help fight another crisis that Trump is ignoring, climate change. And Joe will rebuild our crumbling roads and bridges, something Trump has incessantly talked about doing. But in the last three, three and a half years, he hasn't done anything.
I know, right? Like we've thrown impeachment at him a few times and they're going for round two now, you know, because they know they lost. And whoever survives is going to be the last man standing to try to hold on to this. Uh, so we threw impeachment. We hogtied him with Mueller. We were deleting stuff with Mueller. I mean, Patrick Berge actually went to Mueller to tell him I've got evidence. I actually sent them evidence <laughs> and they never called either one of us. It's so weird. So bizarre. So there he is, roadblock, and everyone's screwing him everywhere. And it's like, what? What? And then they got really pissed off when he had a private meeting with Putin. I'm just saying. And so here we are that Trump didn't get infrastructure done. Well, he was doing infrastructure after your stupid impeachment sham. But then you were like, oh, let's lock everybody in their house and kill everybody's business. So we can't do infrastructure. And what did he do? He wrote bills for infrastructure because the country's been shut down for about six months now because coronavirus, wear your mask and obey or else you're not coming in to get your coffee. And, but it's Trump's fault. Thing. What a joke. And let me tell you a little secret. Donald Trump's economic plan was to give a huge tax cut to guys like me who didn't need it and then lie about it to everyone else. Well, Joe will roll back that tax cut that I got so we can fund things our whole country needs, like training for adults who have lost jobs and making college and investing in American research and development so that the products of tomorrow are made today by American workers. You know, growing up, I was taught to believe that America is the greatest country in the world. Is that why he got knighted by the Queen of England? I'm just asking. Not because we won the Second World War, but because of why we fought it for freedom, democracy and equality. My favorite childhood book was called Johnny Tremaine, about a Boston boy who joins the Sons of Liberty at the dawn of the American Revolution. Sounds like, what is that called? The um, Oh, man, not the Luciferian Trust. Or is it the Luciferian Trust? You know, the one that enlightens people, the, 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 oh, man, the Light Trust, something like that. Help me out, guys. You know, because unlike other show hosts and commentators, I don't take notes. I just, I know this stuff. <laughs> like, actually know this stuff. And those that know me know that, too. I don't need to look up anything. I know this, and I can re- Restate it like that. <laughs> Envy, ugly thing. Really, it loses trust. There we go. That's what's up. The loses trust. That's what it sounds like, right? So let's get rid of him. And now let's go to Laura Ingram, who made the most amazing analysis. Dude, like she's on fire lately. I love her. Uh, lately, her analysis is spot on, not too swampy, uh, very independent. And you know what? I really like it when she wears a light colored lipstick. She looks good here. In what felt like at times a never ending Zoom call with professional scolds, the 2020 virtual DNC finally mercifully wrapped. And after all the Democrats gauzy tributes to Joe and their shameless lies about Trump, all we're left with is the recognition that this is a party that has learned nothing since 2016. Now think about it. To answer Trump's populist appeal, they've nominated a guy who first ran for president 33 years ago, a guy who's been hanging around Washington since the early 70s, a man whose grandfatherly appeal notwithstanding epitomizes the word swamp. 
And then to add insult to injury, they think you're so stupid that you're going to vote for him, even if you have no idea what he'd actually do to tackle our toughest challenges. They will get this pandemic under control, like Joe did when he helped me manage H1N1 and prevent an Ebola outbreak from reaching our shores. Joe will bring us together to end this pandemic and make sure that we are prepared for the next one. To beat it, you've got to actually go to work and deal with the facts. Our party is united and offering you a very different choice. I can't believe they had him out there, right? So all the pictures surfaced with uh, someone that I had mentioned in one of my Epstein articles, the one that had pictures of everyone, like the, you know, the Epstein pictures with Bezos and all of that deleted, gone, right? Uh, that one. Uh, so this clown turns up with pictures of him getting a massage from a young lady, uh, you know, this frequenter, this pedophile, this pedovore, right, who would bounce around Brunei and do whatnot to little children. This clown, they brought this impeached clown to come and tell us about our nation. Oh, get the fuck out of here. Joe's only COVID strategy is to lock you down and mask you up. He said as much tonight. And as we're seeing with the current case surge in Europe, that doesn't work. The truth is Joe's messaging medics are ignoring the actual science. After being demonized by the left for opening up too soon, Arizona and Texas have already emerged from the worst of it. And they're, of course, still far better off than Democrat-run New York and New Jersey. And, of course, not many are even watching the Democrat telethon or did. So I'm not sure they're even going to get the usual bump from it, Joe's good delivery notwithstanding. Now, not good for Joe when in the key battleground state of Pennsylvania, Biden's lead has gone from double digits to a measly four points today. So why the tightening with all the excitement of the virtual DNC? Well, today, as Joe was at, you know, all about practicing the prompter, Trump was back on the stump. Joe Biden is no friend of Pennsylvania. Biden supported every single globalist attack on Pennsylvania workers. My first week in office, I withdrew from the Trans-Pacific Partnership. It would have been totally destructive to your jobs. That's what's up. It would up. have been a horror show. I withdrew from the one-sided Paris Climate Accord, which would have cost us so many billions of dollars. And it's about making America safe again. There was a certain sense of sanity four years ago. These people have gone insane. If you want a vision. Okay, wait. This is how insane they've gotten. Before we play the rest of that, I want you guys to see just how insane and cocky they are, okay? So they had this Zoom call. A Zoom call. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you why they did this. So they had a Zoom call. And um, here is where, oh, man, I want to open the article that Rush did. Give me a second. Give me a second. Let me pull this up because it's so good because I'm going to tell you why they did this because it's going to make sense. So you see this? So they had a Zoom call of people that were on there, just average people. They were duplicating them because they didn't have enough people. And do you know why they didn't have enough people? Remember, Millie Weaver, all of us right out there, she's been reporting on it. 
we've invaded their Zoom calls so much that we got those videos of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez calling for a defund the police, how they were saying it's okay to burn a building, you know, get just torch it, man. It's free speech. And we should just go out there and cause ruckus. And I popped with my partner this, right? We infiltrate. They don't even know who to trust. So instead of risking someone pulling up a Trump sign in the middle of their speech, which would have been awesome, because I'm going to tell you that was tried, but failed. They duplicated people, duplicated. Look, two, two, two of the same people in the crowd. Two, 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 two. Because they have no backing. These dildo waivers don't even want them anymore. They're giving you the illusion that they want the Democrats. Ooh, I hate Cheeto. Huh. Look, they got nothing. And in the end, no matter, no matter. Yeah, that's right. They couldn't even get 30 Democrats. 30. And you know why? Because they know they've been infiltrated. We've been reporting on it. It's been out there. Millie's making videos of it, showing you the video. We don't take pictures. We're taking video, everything they say. We played a few clips on air here too, right? This is how they operate. They're losers, right? And so what they're going to do is they're going to hijack you. So you think, so you think, right? This is a classic psyop. I mean, this is exactly what Shadowgate was telling you, where they hijack you and make you think you're losing, make you think you're nuts. The rest of the world is okay. You're just nuts. When even their own dildo waivers aren't voting for them because they know what's up. And that's the thing. They're going to cheat and they're going to lie. And I'm telling you, they're going to use the media to do it. Oh, we got the election results. It's totally Biden. And it's like, but they didn't count them. Shut up. Yes, we did. Trump is crazy. Look, all these people are saying that that's the case. You want to see who all these people are? Let me tell you who all these people are going to be. So you can see how they're going to bring in these Really official people see these, the former Republican national security officials, Biden, the ones that are leading the coup, which, by the way, I've said it again and again and again, the anonymous, you know, the anonymous op-ed talking smack about the president of the United States was one of the joint chiefs of staff. And if you paid attention to Shadowgate, we gave you a little clue of who that is. Very big clue. So let's see what these people say. Number one, Donald Trump has gravely damaged America's role as a world leader. Hold on. Let's check that out. Let's let's fact check them. I, I like this. We need to fact. See, we need to fact check. Let's let's uh, um, let me find that clip. Let's see. That's what's up. Okay. Now you want to fact check it? We are not, we are not, you know, being respected anymore. Trump has done this. Gravely damaged America's role as a leader. Well, let's see. I don't know. Kind of looks like a leader to me here. Let's take a look. <laughs> He said, get the fuck out of my way. That's what he did. Did you see that? Get out. Yep, that's what's up. I'm the boss. Here we go again. Oh, oh, look at that. I have been very, very direct with Secretary Stoltenberg 
and members of the alliance in saying that NATO members must finally contribute. Totally sounds like we're totally not being respected anymore when these people are scathing, scathing that they have to pay their share. And he's like, you're not paying. We're out and you're on your own. See ya. But, you know, he according to these experts, these experts that were exposed in Shadowgate documentary, you know, that has triggered a lot of or I should say activated a lot of their assets. Right. You're seeing it. So those people are telling you that it's a disgrace. He's called NATO obsolete, totally obsolete, man. We can annihilate them in a heartbeat. What are they going to do? Bring out their Swiss army knives, their non-existent EU army? Yeah, the UK's got nukes, but we got more. So here we are. Branded the Euro- Europe is a foe. They're totally a foe. They're going for land grabbing. They're communists. They've taken sovereignty from Italy, from Spain, from from everybody. They've put the Ukraine in so much debt that even if the planet exploded and then came back together again, they'd still have debt. That's how much debt Ukraine has because they own their asses. And, oh, yeah, guess who's orchestrating in Germany? The same place our government. Before President Trump thought that's a great place to put all the sensitive communications of our Congress. Totally legit. So these clowns that did all that. (laughs) My God, I'm saying this with a straight face said, and I quote, Donald Trump has shown that he is unfit to lead during a national crisis. Actually, he's super fed because you know what he said? You know what, people, you voted for them, right? Let's see if you like them after this. I'm going to be right here. You just ask for me. I'll send my military. I'll fix everything. You give me one day. I got that stuff squared away. But until then, you can play. What was that? That love space in Chaz. And you can enjoy that, you know, while your governors and tools are, you know, doing their thing. So you can open your eyes and see just what's up. So then we further on these amazing people say Donald Trump has solicited foreign influence and undermined confidence in our presidential election. Oh, you mean he's not letting you steal the elections. So you're upset because now you're going to have to come up with something creative like, oh, the media says it's the right answer. So people are just going to go with it and tough noogies. That's not how it's going to work. Because unfortunately, there have been a lot of people out there that have taken a forward stance. Uh, Not a lot of people, uh, the majority of America that are now active in politics. And they're like, hold on a second. I've been asleep for a while. I trusted you and you lied to me. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to start analyzing the news. We're going to start thinking for ourselves. No more open my mouth. Oh, look at him. He's got 800,000 followers. He totally knows what he's talking about. Okay, sure. Because those aren't manipulated either. Because everybody loves what they have to say. This is it. This is it. So let's go to the next point that these fine gentlemen who have been hijacking your reality and taking your money. So you're paying them to fuck you. Let's just put it straight. Yep, Donald Trump has aligned himself with dictators and failed to stand up for American values. Oh, he's he he actually shook hands with Kim Jong-un. How dare you go for peace? What? You don't want war. What are we going to do? And he pronounced himself a big fan of Turkish president Erdogan. 
He also said he was a big fan of Comey's the day before he fired him. But that's what's up. So (laughs) tell me again how these guys are experts in national security. I mean, let's be serious right now. How are these people experts in national security? (laughs) So let's go on to their next fabulous point. So he doesn't like war. Mm, You know, we're respected. And he's telling people, if you're not paying your share, we're not going to carry for you. Now he says he's disparaged our armed forces, intelligence agency, and diplomats. So armed forces, he's reinforced. He's the only one that fixed that crappy VA system. He gave the military a raise and he respects them like no other. Now, intelligence agency, now that's questionable. Which one are you talking about? Because if we're talking about the clowns, they're getting gutted. If we're talking about diplomats, you mean, oh, foreign service officers, you mean careers like Molly Fee, who's in Afghanistan, putting an auto goal, you know, in soccer, when you kick the ball in your own goalies, you know, (laughs) through your own goalies feet. That's what they're doing. They're leaking and they're messing shit up in Afghanistan with all these never Trumper tools. And and, and I'm thinking, why would Pompeo do that? I guess it's to expose them. All right. (laughs) All right. So all of these things, right? Cold star families. Wait a minute. He's rewarded them. He's gone and got people that have been prisoner of war for so long. He brought them home, but he didn't do it. Dude, where are these clowns coming from? General Hayden, are you still salty that you had to take your side down? Are you still salty that they're going to cancel your billions and billions of dollars of contracts? Take that. Donald Trump has undermined the rule of law. Threatened whistleblowers. What did you do to Patrick Berge? You buried him. He's been sitting there. You know, I felt so sorry for him when I saw his IG complaint and they came back and I was like, damn, this guy was never told that we're not afforded whistleblower. Mm, No, they're smarter than that. When they make you create weapons of war or deploy them, right? They make sure you can't speak. You speak, you'll get people like the North Dakota attorney general, but but he's so limp-wristed. I can eat him for lunch every day. And he just doesn't know it yet. He doesn't know it yet because we've got him to hand. That's what's up. So let's see. Donald Trump has dishonored the office of the presidency. Childish name calling. You mean calling you a loser? You mean calling you out for being a loser and taking advantage of Americans? You mean calling it like it is? No, that's why we voted for him. Donald Trump has attacked and vilified immigrants. No, he said, Illegal immigrants, keyword illegal, meaning not allowed, meaning not clear to go. See, if I want to go to Australia, they got to count points and stuff before I can enter. But in America, we should just open it all up and let anybody in. And then when they come in, we'll just give them welfare. And then when we run out of welfare, we'll just make everybody slaves. Uh, kind of more modern form of communism, right? Because we're bleeding hearts. Stop. And then number 10. Now, this is interesting. Donald Trump has imperiled America's security by mismanaging his national security team. Oh, you mean what? I'm sorry. You're like, you guys were unmasking Flynn because he supposedly had a conversation with Kislyak. But you were unmasking Jennifer Flynn weeks before he had that call with Kislyak. And you were spying on Trump and other citizens. Uh, 
and we could be dropping names if we'd like to, uh, from 2014 illegally, right? But he's mismanaged the national... What? Stop. So these are the clowns that have, that are like people like, oh, let's see, Admiral Steve Abbott, loser. Let's go for the general. Admiral Bernard, super loser. General Michael Hayden, Top of the list, loser. All of them, ambassadors. Look at them, all these clowns. Did they put Yovanovitch on this list? That would be funny. No, they didn't. Did they? No. Okay. So these are all the losers that say, oh, we don't like Trump. Cheeto, he's not letting us be in charge. He thinks that the people should be in charge of their nation. Like, duh, we're in charge. We know best. That's the way it is. So here they are aligning and there's idiots that are like, well, if they're saying it, it's a definite. Yeah, of course they're going to say it. They're making a shit ton of money off of you. They're taking your money, right? And to do work. And not only that, they're taking your money to hijack your reality and tell you what you are allowed to eat, drink, you know, impossible burgers. Damn. You think that's impossible? Watch. You know, this is it. This is where it goes. And I'm totally loving every moment because now it's party time. It's almost Labor Day. And it's going to get lit. Because like President Trump said, you're either going to put up or whoop. So, you know, this little, you know, shadow gate thing. Total map. Now it's out in the open. Remember how they did the steel dossier where the steel dossier, steel, uh, steel went to Yahoo and had an interview and then they wrote this article and then the FBI is like, oh, look at that article. We need to investigate. And then they take it and they're like, oh, dear, that validates the PP dossier, which, by the way, the only person that liked hookers pissing on himself are Harry Reid, who is from Vegas, the one that hit himself in the face with the fair band and then was the first one to give Mother Jones the dossier. Oh, <laughs> how do you know? Because, yeah, that's what's up. I was there. For those that don't understand, because, you know, you guys remember, what was it like a few months ago? Oh, freaking hell. Time flies, right? It was almost a year to the day that I went to fly out to my daughter's graduation because she graduated boot camp and I went through like three airplanes and my ears, my eardrums popped. Do you guys remember that? I remember that. So, you know, I would take a flight and go down and see wherever and whatever, um, Easter eggs. And now let's go here. Mm. Wait. So we had the National Security Advisors trashing him. We saw what the DNC was moving on, right? But we really, really, really have to finish Ingram's segment here because this is where it gets fun. Because you're seeing another side of the president after Shadowgate, aren't you? Because I'm seeing it. I mean, that's what's up. Of your life under Biden presidency. Think of the smoldering ruins in Minneapolis, the violent anarchy of Portland, the bloodstained sidewalks of Chicago, and imagine the mayhem coming to your town and every single town in America. Of course, the Democrats mentioned none of this tonight. Well, they couldn't, could they? Americans aren't stupid. No matter how much Team Biden tries to hide the ball, 
they know he'll kill the fracking industry. He'll destroy what's left of the steel industry when he lifts Trump's trade tariffs on China. They know a Biden presidency will export good paying jobs and import more crime and cheap labor. Now, when you wrap your mind around that, suddenly Joe and Jilly's 45-year love affair becomes a lot less endearing or less relevant. They threw the word dignity around a lot tonight and over the past four nights. But tonight, I'm going to ask you, where's the dignity in taking an American's job and shipping it to China? Where's the dignity in rewarding the lawlessness in sanctuary cities? Where's the dignity in seeing Americans left defenseless when police are defunded? And where's the dignity and the empathy in keeping our kids out of the classroom in order to placate the teachers' unions? Where's all that compassion and remaining silent as our cities are leveled by the Democrats' most violent and cruel supporters? Answer, there is zero dignity. There's zero compassion. There is zero empathy in any of that. That's right. And I heard Mike, Big Mike, hang a little soft and to the left that day. Now, I want you guys to remember this, that back in the day when did you I, I, you know, I have to do this. So my listeners heard me tell you that when that Shadowgate trailer came out just just before it, where I was telling you that we were working on this thing and it's going to be coming out and, 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 and Shadowgate and how they're surfing. You know, we've been talking about it for a while, but specifically I had said you watch them creep in Edward Snowden for mitigation. Did you guys notice that? Because on the day that Millie Weaver was arrested, I got a hippies done on me on this uh, unmasking civil suit, you know, because it's, you know, I can tell you guys, if you, if for those of you that troll, get the transcript where the judge is like, yo, you sound like you're saying these crimes. Let's go to criminal. And I'm like, yeah, that's what I said. Oh, no, no, no. We don't want to process her for any. That's because everything in there is bullshit. Because you could do that in civil court. I could file whatever the hell I want about you in civil court. It doesn't matter. See, people that don't know how the legal system work, ah, that's the way it goes. So let's move it along. When that happened on that day, YouTube also changed their rules suddenly, right, on hacking or God knows what, because apparently Shadowgate was hate speech. Yeah, hate speech against the fourth unelected branch of government. But here's where it gets even weirder. They started asking him questions like, who's Q? And are you going to pardon Edward Snowden? And he's like a hero. And oh, man. And what? Like all to get at once? Are you kidding? And then the president was like, well, I heard that he's good. He's not. Man, there's pictures, man. He was in China. And this is why we need to bring Gina Haspel and say, girl, you were in APAC. You know what's up. What the heck was Snowden giving to the Chinese? Oh, he was just sharing our proprietary stuff. Yeah, because CCP, we created them. We created them. And I've said this so many times. So, so many times. But mm, my listeners know. That's why you guys know what's up. And it's your job to red pill the rest. Because let me tell you something about Snowden. And I don't know if you guys caught it. We'll have a shadow, shadow gate watch party this weekend, okay? But in there, if you revisit that, what, what Snowden did, and I think I explained it pretty well with Alex Jones, was he was like, oh, he can't do servers. He didn't do the servers. He put in the software 
to copy everything that was coming into that sink of information and ship it overseas. And the servers were already there. They had created them. That's how, you know, it works. And that's what is insane. And then he runs away. And he runs away, and I think he was an unwilling asset at first, and then he became willing because he's not stupid, okay? He realized that he's disposable, and he ran off. Well, no, he realized he was disposable and was shitting his pants. And then they were like, well, why don't you run away, and then you could go whistleblow about Verizon and stuff. And we'll be like, oh, you know, we were doing it for terrorism, and it was all for America and the greater good. And then, because you run away, we're going to have to bring in clear force, you know, General Jones's company. And then we're going to give them access to everybody's information. And then they're going to tell us what kind of good egg you are, if you should be employed or not. And then as you're working and you're minding your business, one day the computer says, "Uh uh-oh, uh-oh, looks like, uh, you know, Nancy here, she she might be corrupted by the Chinese because the program said so. And then they're like, hey, Nancy, you're fired. And you're just like, for what? I didn't play solitaire. I'm doing my job. The computer said, and that's how they fucked every single American because they staged a leak. They did that to transfer your data. And then they used that opportunity to take away every other single right you have. That's what's up. And so now you know the truth. And then Snowden went to China to continue that work because, you know, That's what corrupt people do. And that is how it happened. And oh, he's a hero. He and Assange. Dude, Assange is not the same thing as Snowden. Snowden was an unwilling asset, a knowing asset, and then a willing asset. This is why they made movies and made him look all, look at me. I'm like wearing a cat suit and I'm total spy. That's not how it works. And the only reason he was afforded whistleblower is because his job was done through the primary contractor. And that's when he realized what's up. Because anyone in this business knows you never put a primary contractor to violate the law so blatantly. You put a subcontractor of the primary contractor so they can't have whistleblower protections so if they speak up you chuck them in a prison you'll be like oh what well you stole that pack of gum don't you think 20 years is a lot shut up fool we're in charge that's how it works so that's how snowden knew that it was a frame up and he pissed his pants and that's where they did it and that you could take that to the bank see everything that i've said nobody can debunk And I know there's a lot of people listening to everything. They've been listening to me for a while because I made sure the minute the attorney general. Oh, wait a minute. I didn't need that. I actually got secret service eyes on me. So they've been watching me for a while ever since I hit send on that email. So all of you, I didn't even need to be peeking into the service to see what you've been doing for me. They've been doing it all along. So that is how you cover yourself. See, I invented it. So I know how to do it. And anybody saying, you're nuts, you're this. Mm -mm. Wait till I get to Congress. Because that's the only place that I'm going to speak. And that's the only place that I'm going to say. Because the things that I can say can take down the house. This is why people like me are usually left alone. But I've just stirred a little bit too much. So you're going to see some... Really sit downs. 
Yeah, Berge, because he was a subcontractor, couldn't process the key tam. And it's been sitting at Attorney General Barr's office. That's where it's at. So let me tell you about Berge. Wait a minute. I think he tweeted it out. Let me find it so I can show it to you. So he's he's in D.C. He's going to have a protest demanding that someone look into um the congressional management, at least that, I mean, we're just picking one thing that's low hanging fruit that even the left can get behind, which is like, yo, they shipped off all our servers, right? <laughs> all the servers of the, um, uh, of con- all the, ser- there's a server in Germany that takes all the communications of Congress and puts it in Germany. And it's like, hmm. That's pretty interesting. So let me go to his website. Hold on and see if I can find it. Wait, what's this one? Trying to see what this is. Damn it. I can't see. Give me a second, guys. I wonder if this works. No, that's not it. Where is it, Bergie? Where did you put? Okay, I can't find it. Listen, 12 o'clock, Capitol Hill, not the side of the steps, the other side. Go over there. You'll find Bergy. He's going to be protesting because we need a lot of attention, a lot of attention. These people are scared shitless. The minute Shadowgate went out, look what they did. They banned it globally. They banned it so much that Alex Jones flipped on free speech, man. They banned it so much. So much that even mentioning it, like if you were searching on Twitter, the hashtag Shoutergate, and you click latest, it was blank. That's how much they're censoring it. So what you need to do is keep sharing that film, showing it to everybody and their mother, because that wakes up the mass populations. This isn't just anything. This is, this is. This is the roadmap to how they've been hijacking. They took everything, everything offline, YouTube. First it was hate speech. And then it was like, we don't care what you say. We're just going to remove it anyway. You need to share it everywhere. Because then as you're watching all your pundits, your poly. Oh, yo, we've shaped politics. You've been following me. I've been tweeting really cute things like, oh, and you know, I, you know, have you seen how many of those people were like, I'm Q or I found the real Q. Man, you're obsessed. You would never find Q. Even if Q was standing right in front of you, you wouldn't know it was Q because there's no communications outside of the boards. I mean, that's what the, the saying is. So what people need to understand is where we go one, we go all, is that we support each other and we have the back of each and every other patriot. And no matter what they say, no matter how they try to tear you up, Loserville. Oh, and for those of you that have seen that site where they're like tearing me up, look, stolen this. Why don't you go to that website and make a few websites for other people too? Because this is where it's coming. This is where it's coming. Just wait for the arrests. That's all I say. And you're going to see. Hmm. I was hoping that it was going to happen today, but we'll see. The day is still young. Day is still young. Um, On that note, I wanted to say I wish you have a lovely evening. God bless. Stay strong. Stay focused. And we're going to play. You know, when did I first play this song? I think it was like, you know, when I heard this song. So Gavin... You know, when I was like 
going through things was like, maybe you need to update your listening list. And that song was like, wait a minute, why hadn't I listened to the words that much? So now as we close and I play this music, I just want you to listen to the actual lyrics because it's 2020. It's August 2020. It's almost Labor Day. And from everything you've seen, you know, because we're all conspiracy theorists. No, no Pizzagate, no cannibals. You know how disgusting the media look. Oh, they think that you're trying to save the world from some big, huge, worldwide pedophile and cannibal network. And that's, and that you're going to save it. And he's like, why? Would that be a bad thing if I was doing it? They were like talking like, you want to take out the pedophiles? How dare you? Kind of like Tammy Duckworth. Remember when she was like, Trump's not sending people here to stop gun violence. He's here to collect the human traffickers and we're going to totally stop him. That video was also taken down, even though it was from CNN because she messed up and kind (laughs) of showed that she was upset that they were cutting off their moolah. So listen to these words as the show closes. And this weekend, I may be doing a movie night with Shadowgate. Can you hear me? Can you hear me running? Can you hear me running? Can you hear me calling you? 